0: You are now tuned in to Poppy Chulo Radio. You are now tuned in to Poppy Chulo Radio, the internet's sexiest radio station that's guaranteed to make you come uh-huh. back for more. This is a Poppy Chulo Radio special announcement. PoppyChuloRadio.com is currently looking to expand its web presence, and we're looking for your help. If you're a fan of Poppy Chulo Radio and its signature series, please visit GoFundMe.com slash PoppyChuloRadio and help us with our campaign. Every dollar amount donated will be improving the Poppy Chulo Radio experience and making it more interactive and user-friendly. We thank you in advance for your support. This has been a Poppy Chulo Radio special announcement. We now return you to our regularly scheduled programming. The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. Get up close and personal with some of your favorite male porn stars on One on One with Poppy Chulo. Created by Poppy Chulo, One on One showcases exclusive interviews with the adult industry's most popular male performers. Here's your host, Poppy Chulo.
1: Welcome to One on One with Poppy Chulo. Today is Tuesday, June 6th, 2017. Listeners, please welcome rising adult star, Kale. Welcome to the show, Kale.
2: Hi, how's it going?
1: Pretty good, man. And yourself?
2: Uh, I'm doing great today. Uh, it's kind of a an overcast, but it's doom and gloom out here in California, from what they say. There you go.
1: Well, on the opposite coast, it's a little doom and gloom and rainy here in Miami. <laughs>
2: but uh, the sun should poke out pretty soon, though, for you guys.
1: Yeah, well, it's yeah. the summer. It's our rainy season. Yeah. Over on the west coast, rain is a rarity. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So you, I mean, sometimes you almost
2: just want to stay at home from work some days and just take it all in, but <laughs> it's actually one of the better days to get out and be productive. Well, there you go. Easily everybody else is off the road.
1: That makes sense. So let's get into the interview. And I want to start off by getting some of your stats out the way. Because I'm sure, you know, the listeners that are tuning in that have seen your work or follow you on social media, they get the chance to sort of like see you and picture a video for them. But uh, they haven't had the chance to see you in person. So let's get to know some of your physical stats. What's your height and weight?
2: Uh, five foot nine. I'm about like a hundred and... 53 pounds. I'm usually in between like 150 and 160, depending on the week. Uh, yeah, I guess that's how I can weight.
1: <laughs> What's your zodiac sign?
2: Uh, I'm a Virgo. I was born in September.
1: What's your ethnic background?
2: Uh, I'm half black. That's, uh, that's the darker side. But um, I'm mostly like uh, Irish, German, Scottish, Norwegian.
1: Painish, sweetish, a little bit of everything. (laughs) There you go. And how old are you? Uh, 31. Awesome. So, before we get into our exclusive one-on-one with Poppy Chulo interview, here's our announcer with a few reminders on how you can interact with us.
3: Thank you for downloading one-on-one with Poppy Chulo. Here are a few helpful reminders. For more information on one-on-one with Poppy Chulo, visit poppychuloradiocom slash, after dark. Follow Poppy Chulo on Twitter at twitter.com slash, chulo one-on-one. That's at Poppy Chulo. The number one. The word on. And the number one. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash, radio. Follow us on Twitter. Twitter.com/slash, Poppy Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Help support Poppy Chula Radio financially by visiting GoFundMe.com/slash Poppy Radio. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com/archives. Back to you, Poppy Chulo.
1: Thanks, announcer. All right, Kale. So let's get into it. I want to get to know a little bit about the man behind the performer. Where are you originally from?
2: Uh, I'm from um, Minnesota. I'm Minneapolis, Minnesota.
1: Okay, awesome. What was life like growing up for you? What was young kale like? Baby Kale? <laughs> um I I was I kept to myself, I would say. I mean I guess I would
2: say I stayed out of trouble. I'm making it easy for my mom. Um I kinda I grew up I was always like cycling and biking, and got, got into BMX uh, racing actually when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I did that for about a year, year and a half, but uh, uh, just the, the drive and the distance from um, where we were living all the way up north to where we had to practice and train. So. Too much of my parents, so I've, at the same time, I kind of got into gymnastics. I did that for a year. I kind of dabbled as a kid, but I blame not my parents. I would have probably stayed in all of them.
1: You're fairly fresh and new to the adult industry, so I'm kind of curious to ask, what were you doing with your life prior to entering the business?
0: Uh,
2: I was just uh, I was more or less working in logistics uh, just behind the scenes in warehouses.
1: I'm nothing too, uh,
2: too flashy.
1: Okay. In total, how long have you been in the adult industry?
2: Uh, let's see. I started started actually I think I want to say I signed up or I mean I contacted a OC Modeling on my 31st birthday of last year. And that was just around Labor Day. Oh, uh-huh, okay. um, So, what, what was that? Nine. What were you trying to do math? Nine months? But I kind of took like a, maybe like a two-month two kind of hiatus in the winter. Just to kind of heal up an old injury. Actually, more or less a new injury. I had a uh, tore my Achilles uh, like six or seven months prior, so I oh, was wow. kind of healing
1: up that. Mm-hmm. So you kind of uh, sort of answered this, but I still want to ask it to get a uh, sort of more well-rounded account as to how it happened. So, what led you into deciding that you wanted to be a part of? the adult industry, and how did you go about getting into it?
2: Okay. Um, you know, but basically, like, uh, just with the ladies that, like well, my, my former, like my, my exes, my ex-girlfriends in my life, kind of like always kind of hinted at, like, you know, oh, you're not too bad, you know, <laughs> in bed. And I always come pretty large downstairs. Uh, so... At the same time, I mean, it's kind of a no-brainer at that point. I'm a guy at the end of the day, and I like women, and I like money, so it was kind of a no-brainer. And it was just more or less, if I'm ever going to try this out, it was now or never, and it just happened to be then, and that was uh, September of 2016.
1: Okay. Prior to sort of like former Playmates, like, Basically, alluding to the fact of, of, of you and your size, and that sort of like getting into your mind of like, oh, you know, I could be a performer. Had you ever at all sort of, you know, just thought about it yourself? Like, oh, you know, maybe this is something that I would like to eventually try out one day.
2: I think, like, probably, uh, obviously, like, probably every guy I would love to, and uh, I'm no different. Uh, just the, probably the, the fact of just kind of obviously doing it for the cameras was just the only thing I was just going to be like, well, it's kind of make or break. <laughs> I mean, you, you'll decide whether or not you like this or not. And i uh, just totally comfortable with it.
1: A name in the adult industry is very important. I always feel like you got to pick the right name that suits you, you got to pick a name that's catchy, a name that the fans can connect with, uh, something memorable. How did you come up with your porn name?
2: Um. Well, actually, I, I will get back to that question. It just kind of dawned back on me. Um, I, I just, like I was saying earlier, um, I kind of thought, like you know, this is something I I could pursue, and so I, I contacted OC Modeling, and that's when I had uh sent them some pictures, and Sandra she emailed me back pretty quickly, and I think like twelve hours later, and. We set up the date to come in and kind of did a little interview and signed up. But um, that at that point, that's where we came up with the name. I didn't really have much to go off of. <laughs> uh, they kind of alluded to things like um, video game character names or movies or, you know, something along those lines, something that I'll kind of catch. But, uh, yeah, it was actually um, one of Sandra's. Um, many names that she had, uh, stored in her notepad on on her phone. But, uh, yeah, I like the name and the fact that it just really didn't have a last name. I was like, I was kind of looking for something like that. At least be a little bit different.
1: Yeah, it's definitely unique. And it's interesting that you don't have a last name. I would think that a lot of performers always try to have, you know, like the first and the last name. There aren't as many one-named wonders, as I like to call them. And sometimes when when a performer joins and they only have one name, sometimes, I don't know if it's the studios or their agency, they sort of like try to add a last name. To them so so. it's unique and interesting that the agency that uh, signed you up uh, was cool with the fact that it was only one name
2: yeah yeah, I I kind of like I was kind of on board with them too I'm like yeah you know might as well go for it you know might as well go with it because there's not that many performers like you're saying with just a single name not like I'm a Madonna or a prince or something like that but was hoping it would be catchy
1: yeah i agree so let's talk about the first day on set your first time on a porn set ready to shoot your first scene what was that experience like for you were you nervous scared excited sort of a combination of all of the above
2: uh yeah yeah i was nervous um Basically, yeah, I mean, it was basically kind of like showing up for a job. Like, you, you knew how to do it, but you don't really know exactly what they're going to be asking you. But, um, it went well. Uh, showed up. It was actually a really, really nice home. Um, uh, where was it? Beverly Hills. Um, a really nice mansion, actually. It's, it was pretty good for her, really really first scene. And uh, that was the one with uh, my amaze. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you kind of get in there, you show up, or you know, you get there early. You don't want to obviously be late because, uh, you know, producers, you know, they have their kind of money and stuff on this and uh, the other performers, but. You just kind of get in there and get out takes about maybe an hour hour and a half two hours maybe even with the commute but um i think yeah probably the the worst part about all of it is just in, in traffic but
1: how was the experience was it something that was easy to get comfortable with sort of like the idea of uh not only having sex, but you're having sex in front of a camera. You've got uh, some people of in production sort of, like, surrounding yeah. you. Not necessarily surrounding surrounding you, but, like, th- that are in the vicinity. Like, you know you're being filmed. This is the first time that you're being filmed, and it's going to go out for, you know, the web to see at some point.
2: Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, First thing I noticed was... <laughs> At least this was in September. It was just extremely hot, and uh, it wasn't like we were uh, allowed to just turn on the AC just for the shoot. So you had to get in, get out before you know, you just got dehydrated and just kind of get the cotton mouth and you're just sweating profusely. But <laughs> uh, there's that, and um, sometimes the lights. Intense, lights are kind of burning so you gotta smell that in the background stuff you just kind of get over with but um uh with that shoot at least um there was just uh this one cameraman and he was pretty cool um it all went pretty well it was pretty easy but um yeah i think we, we first we started we did the stills uh for the photos and then after that we just went right into it uh Went through the positions and, uh, yeah. Had a good pop set.
1: Awesome. How would you describe your fuck style?
2: Uh, it's tough. As you have, like, an example, I mean, I guess I'm not, like, rough, rough, rough. I mean, I can't really think of, like, a style, (laughs) I can think of like a mixed martial arts style, but I can't really <laughs> think of it like as a like in the bedroom. Um, I I like missionary and doggy style. Uh, those are kind of the positions I prefer. Mm-hmm. I, I handle those a little bit better. Um, sometimes when uh, the girls riding like in cow, cowgirl or reverse, uh, I have tendency of or. My dick will bend sometimes, and that's not the most comfortable thing. And it kind of takes you out of it, takes you out of it for a few seconds until you kind of get your, your feeling back into there. But um, like I was saying, as long as I can kind of like control what I'm doing, that's more or less my my fuck style, I
1: guess. You mentioned a couple of different sexual positions. What's your most favorite sexual position?
2: Uh, let's see, it's... I don't don't know exactly how to describe it, but it, it's it's kind of like a form, it's like a, a version of a uh, doggy style. But um, it's kind of like uh, like side saddle, as as she's like laying on the bed. Um, you know, one leg in between the other, I seem to be able to hit that spot really, really, really well. But yeah, it took me a while to realize that that's my spot. <laughs> but, yeah.
1: You haven't done as many scenes in the industry. You're still a fresh face. So I'm kind of curious to ask, are there any performers out there that you're looking forward to working with in the future? Are there any performers out there who have caught your eye?
2: Ah oh, Man, um, there's so many. Uh, pretty much, to be honest, a lot of them that I follow online, I, I either obviously respect their work and because uh, they treat their fans really, really well, and they put out really good content, and they deserve all the followers that they have. Those are the kind of those are the ones that I'm usually into. But um for the most part, I like I just like any sort of performer that's like like really into her scene and just like loves to like literally just have sex and is into like the opposite performer I mean that's it's more or less what I'm looking for in the future not just somebody who's there just just to collect a paycheck and Mm -hmm. just doesn't care I mean I understand because a a lot of these ladies just get badgered uh, by other guys like constantly and harassed but um so yeah, you can totally see where they're coming from.
1: Yeah, no, that completely makes but, sense. Um,
2: I don't, I don't, I don't holler at any of them
1: <laughs> online, <laughs>
2: so to speak.
1: As I mentioned, you are a fresh face in the industry. So, are there any? Performers, or even individuals behind the scenes, like directors, etc., that you look up to in the industry, that uh, you're using as sort of inspiration on where you want to end up taking your career in porn.
2: Oh man, that's a good question. Um, I look, I look into like, I don't know if it's necessarily just like performers. I got in like. I take everything as a whole, um, as in like, uh, what the directors are kind of putting out, um, just like as far as quality, uh, Greg Lansky, I believe that's how you say the last name. I'm not sure. Uh, he's a, he always has high quality, um, content and, uh, a few other, um, directors and producers. I just can't think off the top of my head at the moment, but, uh, yeah, just yeah, just people who are, like just want to generally just be in porn and not just kind of use it as like a stepping stone to something else. Those are like everything They're more or less the people that I would rather be associated with and
1: mm-hmm.
2: kind of get myself out there.
1: So far, you have starred in two scenes for Bang Bros. sites, and you've also done two scenes for the website uh, Kathy Cravings. Uh, Correct. I don't believe the Kathy Cravings scenes have been released just yet, correct?
2: No, I don't think so. From what it sounds like she was going to do, I think she was... um I think she's kind of like on a tour in the U S and just kind of like popping out as many scenes as possible. That's possible. I think getting back on the road. So I think maybe she'll start flooding the internet with a few of them. Um, that stuff usually takes about 30 to 60 days or no later. So I should see it maybe next month or so.
1: Okay. they,
2: They both went well and she plans on, um, shooting with me uh again this august
1: okay very cool that's awesome to hear and certainly something to look forward to so of the two that have been released i'm curious to ask and i think this is an interesting question because it really is 50 50 from what uh, i've gathered in just doing interviews with performers some performers are comfortable Looking at their scenes, they actually like to look their look at their scenes because they they like to critique themselves and and to improve and whatnot. And on the other side of the coin, there are some performers out there that don't like to look at their scenes at all because either they're scared that they will start you know sort of critiquing themselves, or the, you know they they just they're like you know I shot it, I lived it, I don't necessarily need to see it. So I'm curious to ask you, what side of the coin are you on? have you seen the two scenes that have been released uh, through bang bros? Have you not? Are you interested? Are you not? What's your sort of um, mindset in regards to watching the scenes that you've been in?
2: Um, uh, good question. Uh, yeah. I, I kind of go back and forth um, initially uh, the acting part, uh, you i don't think anybody ever likes to watch themselves act <laughs> i don't think even actors watch their own movies but uh that's the brutal part <laughs> that's when you yeah you, you know that's not like your lane <laughs> but uh as far as when it comes to like the the sex part uh i can watch that pretty easily and it's it's totally fine i sometimes i even i tune it out and forget it's even me in the scene but um yeah i mean uh, just kind of like reviewing tape and football i mean you kind of have to watch your work and see where you need to improve on and kind of move your you know move out of the scene a little bit more be a little bit more vocal but yeah it took some pointers and uh yeah i don't don't mind watching myself
1: since we're talking about porn and watching porn uh, how old were you when you saw a porn film for the very first time uh, when what was that? Uh, I want to say
2: I think it was thirteen. Yeah, I will say thirteen. It was probably like late nineties. But um, yeah, it was. Uh, I don't even say it, it was some. It was some uh, some Spanish porn. I don't even remember the title. I, I could not even pronounce it, but, yeah, it was my stepdad's. And, uh, yeah, it didn't really take me too long to realize that, yeah, I, like most young adolescent men, um, I loved porn. But, uh, yeah, it was probably about the first time. I mean, that, that was a video, actually.
1: Oh, okay, VHS.
2: Yeah. That's what whenever I hear porn, that's why I think of. That, uh, like as far as like a Playboy, that's probably like a friend's dad, like in his stash, like in his bathroom or something. Maybe I was like nine or ten years old or something. But uh, I kind of grew up watching like R-rated movies and stuff. I probably shouldn't, anyways. So I mean, sex by that age wasn't much to me.
1: Well, now it's time for the big question, Kale. Emphasis on big. For the listeners out there that are curious to know, for your growing fan base, how much is Kale packing? How big are you below the waist?
2: Uh, good question. I just recently measured it. Um, I'm at like 8 inches, 3 quarters. But that's just when, you know, when it's in my own hand and I'm measuring it, I feel like I get, like, at least a quarter more inch when I'm inside. So, I, oh, okay. I, I try to, I give myself, like, nine inches, but um, I'm six inches in a circumference, so that's more or less where the girth comes from.
1: Okay, there you go. Big and girthy is basically what you're saying.
2: Yeah, yeah. It works. Sometimes I have a, t- a tough time to getting in there, but especially anal. You know, anal, you know, that's a tough one.
1: <laughs> well, there you but go. Anyways, do you do anything in particular to maintain a consistent and large pop shot? The pop shot seems to get, you know more and more important in porn as the years progress. I mean, it's the money shot. I mean, that's why they call it that. So, I know that there are a lot of performers out there that try to do certain things. They try to eat certain things or drink certain things, take certain supplements or whatnot, or at least make sure that they abstain from doing anything before a scene comes up to make sure that they have sort of like the perfect shots is there anything that you do to make sure that uh, the money shot is good
2: uh yeah absolutely um just like you're saying i obviously abstain um minimum you know as long as you possibly can in between shoots but um like three or four days you know kind of tease yourself you know each night just kind of watch a little bit of porn turn it off don't do anything but um as far as like food, I, I eat a lot of like uh, a lot of fruit. Um, probably 48 to 72 hours beforehand, uh, just to give me a little bit better uh, boost of energy. And as far as like vitamins, uh, that's about it. Just drink plenty of water. Eat a lot of fruit before my shoots,
1: but yeah, that's about it that's how kale gets creamy for the most part (laughs) all right now so what i want to do now is sort of shift gears a little bit and uh, talk about some of the more serious issues in the industry and as i transition into sort of like the serious part of the interview i want to ask about family does your family know that you've entered the adult industry and if so if they do, how do they feel about it?
2: Uh, no. No, I no. don't. I have, like, a small family. So I just, like, I don't really worry about it. Even, like, their inner circle is kind of small. It's just they're on the, on the other side of the country. I feel like if it gets brought up, it'd be like, oh, that's just Kale. He's just doing what he's doing out in California and making money. But... I mean, I'm not really worried about it. My my mom would love me either or.
1: I like that. A lot of casual porn watchers may see all of the condomless sex and not realize that the industry is heavily tested, regardless of the amount and consistency of the testing in the business. Do you ever feel worried about catching a STI or worse on set?
2: Uh, Yeah, absolutely, Um, because there is that little kind of, I don't know, it's not grace period, but there's that in-between shoots, you know, with that 14 days where you don't know the performer that you're you're working with if they have, you know, a boyfriend or girlfriend at home and who they're with and whatever. But you just hope that everybody's professional and just kind of, Kind of out of your control. I mean, after, you, you know, you sign the waivers and you get tested on your own. So, it's kind of out of my hands at that point. So, just kind of hope for the best <laughs> if, if that sounds bad. But, um, I'm not it's too real. worried. I mean, the testing is really um, stringent
3: mm-hmm.
2: every 14 days. I mean, you can't really get away with it. But, yeah, good question, though.
1: Thank you, and that sort of like leads into this next question. It's time for the great condom debate. What's your opinion on whether condoms should or should not be used in adult productions?
2: Um, I it just I mean, from a a viewer of a longtime viewer of porn pornography, it just takes you out of the scene. I mean, when you see <laughs> condom for some reason, <laughs> then you just like, oh, then you realize, you know, oh, this is porn. You know, this feels like there's no physical touch there. Um, but, I mean, I understand, like, the safety reasons and stuff like that. And performers only want to perform with condoms on. Um, I believe that's Wicked Pictures. Um, I think that's their, uh, their stance on it, but um, I, I'm, I'm like most guys, I don't, I don't, I don't want to wear a condom in bed, especially if I know my partner.
1: One of the scenes that you uh, were in for Bang Bros, the the Lucy Klein scene, sort of tiptoed on a genre that I like to call incest light, where it's like the stepbrother... A stepfather, stepsister, stepsibling uh, scenario where, you know, you're you're pretending to be step whatever and you end up having yeah. sex together. So, I'm curious to ask as someone who's fresh in the industry, who, uh, you know, this was just their second scene in the industry, period. What was it like to have to sort of like sort of walk the line between sort of like an incesty ish type of storyline before you got into the sex.
2: um to be honest what what was the hardest was was, uh trying not to laugh uh sometimes with some of the stuff that i mean some of the dialogue
1: yeah because (laughs) they do (laughs) like it's heavy-handed you have to like say oh stepbrother oh stepsister and it's like like no one would like
2: you have to say No, no, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was just
1: going to say, like, no one really talks that way, you know what I'm saying? No,
2: yeah, yeah, and then, like, you you don't like, you kind of rehearse it in your head beforehand, but then once the words come out of your mouth, you're just, like, you're kind of chucked on your head like you can't believe you said that, and just, like, oh, man, I don't know if somebody would actually really say it like this, but, you know, obviously, you have to play it up to the camera, and, you have to make sure you put step in front of it or you might as well just reshoot it because that's just not gonna work
1: <laughs> yeah because then it gets a little uh, too incesty
2: no yeah I mean it's just not even allowed obviously but um yeah it's just, that I think that's the hardest part is to, uh, just trying not to laugh sometimes
1: are there any misconceptions or myths about porn stars that you would like to dispel?
2: Oof. Um, well, there's one thing. I, I think I'll, uh, I'll, they get a lot of bad rep um, sometimes. After a lot of cattiness or whatever on set. But um, at least the the, 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 sh- the short career I've had so far, um, everybody's been cool. Uh, everybody's been punctual. I heard here that's always a problem. Um People not showing up, but uh, that's about it. I mean, pretty good experiences so far uh, from what I've seen. I try not to, I mean, a lot of people on the outside are always going to say stuff, so I try to see things like firsthand and then uh, uh, I'll kind of take it, you know, with a grain of salt.
1: You have been in the industry for a short time so far, so I don't know if you've had to divulge that you work in the industry when you have gone out on dates or whatnot. But I'm, I'm curious to ask, uh, nonetheless, do you think it is going to be difficult dating while working in the business?
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it is. Um, I find myself uh, swiping right uh, quite often, and then when I get into the interaction, I'm just like, okay, we're gonna go out for coffee or go out for drinks, and uh, you know, I, I, I also I'm, I also work in the aerospace industry, but um, at the same time I, I can't lie to the person that's across the table from me, especially if we ever you know made it back home, but um, yeah, it's crossed my mind, and it has kind of. Hold me back from pursuing uh a few things (laughs) so to speak but um i mean at some point i'm gonna have to man up and just kind of let it out and honestly if i mean the person i'm with they're not gonna like me for that and it's a good thing that we're not gonna be together so i mean it will just come and go
1: So let's move away from the serious stuff, and uh, let's get back into you, Kale. And uh, let's talk a little bit more about you, uh, and just you in general. How often do you work out, and uh, do you consistently have to watch what you eat in particular, when you know that you have a shoot coming up?
2: Um, Yeah, I would say... I try to work out at least three to four times a week. I try to go somewhat like an every other day sort of a schedule, but I I have like a 16-mile bike ride to the gym and back. Um, That helps with uh, some of the cardio. I'm not much of a runner. For some reason, my legs just get tired from doing it not more or less than a cardiovascular, It's kind of really bad for your knees too. But, um, I, I've always been pretty active. Um, just kind of come natural. But, uh, as far as food, kind of, it's kind of like the same thing with, um, working out. it's like, especially on days I work out, I'll definitely eat clean. But, um, if it's an off day, you know, I don't eat as healthy as, um, probably some of the uh, other folks uh, or I would say other performers um, but um, for the most part I just try to <laughs> I guess if anything I just try to work out a lot I mean I work out for maybe like an hour hour or two I just kind to burn off most of the calories just so I can go home and kind of eat, you know, one day I'll have a salad, um, almonds,
1: some, some kale.
2: Uh, yeah, actually that is one thing I have yet to have, uh, surprisingly enough.
1: Really uh, dude?
2: Yeah, I, I know, I know. But, um, yeah, it's, I'm not big into it, surprisingly enough, but, um, I don't know, I keep it pretty simple. Especially with food at prices out here, it's uh, it's not cheap to eat extremely healthy.
1: Yeah, I've heard. <laughs> to shave or not to shave? That is the question. And, uh, you know, just sort of talking about uh, just normal body hair and, of course, uh, down there.
2: Yeah, uh, to, not to shave. That's always the best. I mean, you don't have to deal with like the... Every once in a while, you get a hair bump or something like that, especially if you're, like, sweating a lot. It's, like, really bad to, like, just shave constantly. I like to have, like, a stubble, if anything, but I've always been mildly hairy.
1: In your opinion, what part of your body is the sexiest and why? Um...
2: And you're asking what I think is the sexiest, right?
1: Yes, of your yeah. body.
2: <laughs> Modest, early. Uh I'm just going to go off of what maybe I think I've been told. Um, I don't know. I'll say my, probably, my, probably my torso and my abs probably sexy I would say my face is more or less cute I wouldn't really say it was really sexy I've never really been along with sexy lines or hot but yeah I like I I never really thought of it I think I don't know I like my abs I think the best part about it is like I I don't really do like ab workouts uh, oddly enough and it just kind of amazes me is that they just they're really pronounced for no reason at all. But I mean, it's not like I'm some super athlete or anything. It's just I got really, really lucky. So
1: make us all feel bad, Kale. I, just make us all feel bad. No,
2: I mean, I mean. I, with that being said, I, I I read an article recently online, and they were saying that like the correlation between abs and like athletic ability or cardiovascular or anything. Has, there's nothing. There's nothing to do with it at all. It's just aesthetics. It's just genetics or whatever, but I don't know, Some people like it. I guess I, I kind of find it hilarious,
1: but that's about it. So let's talk about the flip side. In your opinion, what part of your body do you like the least, and why?
2: Oh. Um, body. Good question. Oh, I'm not a huge fan of my my well my my right leg where my my calf is above where I, I tore my Achilles tendon just because it's a lot tougher to build up that muscle so it's a little bit smaller. Uh, I, guess I try not to I try not to harp on myself too much. At the same time, I don't I don't think I'm perfect, but that's about it. <laughs> uh. What, I say?
1: what about the female body? In your opinion, what part of the female body is the sexiest and why?
2: Um, Something to do with, like, hips. Hips and, and like, ass. Hips, ass, thighs. It starts, like, right there. And then probably it goes up to the chest. It comes in, like, third, fourth. But, uh, just like, just, like how a woman's, like, built more or less, like... Are, you know healthy um but yeah i'm more of a buck guy
1: let's talk a little bit about tattoos you have a couple of tattoos uh what are they of where are they located oh, and okay. uh, are there plans for more
2: um plans for more none none that i can think of just because i just can't think of anything that i really want to put on myself forever Mm-hmm. and i feel like there's too many people with tattoos uh, nowadays anyways i mean i kind of don't really regret the ones that i have um i have my initials uh, of my my real name i'm um, tattooed on my triceps um but you can only see them if my arms are going straight straight up and down like i'm raising my hands up in the air mm-hmm. um I was just goofy when I did that back in, when I was 18. but um, uh-huh. Yeah, they, 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 they kind of hide it within a t-shirt, but um, I mean, I like tattoos. I love like sleeves and stuff like that, but it's just not for me. I just feel like it just makes it a little bit harder in life to book shoots and do certain things, even though a lot of people have tattoos nowadays, or at least visible tattoos nowadays.
1: In your personal life, do you get into any kinds of fetishes? Uh,
2: no. Not yet. Not necessarily. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> not necessarily fetish. Um, just like dirty talking. Uh, I think I prefer that more or less, if anything.
1: Okay. Well, since you sort of, I don't know, you're, you're, it seems as if you might be a little curious ish to try. I'm now curious to ask you are you looking forward to sort of playing with fetishes in the industry, in scenes in the future?
2: Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm up for it. Uh, I just can't, at the moment, there's a, this- fetishes there's so many like when you you think of it it's just like i mean i guess it gets it depends upon um, the performer and what the situation Mm -hmm. um, is presented to me but um yeah i mean you definitely have to keep an open mind in, in this industry
1: absolutely kale let's go back in time how and when did you lose your virginity
2: Oh, um, what was that? That was... I was 17. It was just like a... It was like a high school party. But, um, actually, um, I was just... I was pretty shy, actually. Uh The chick, she... We kind of... We were going back and forth with, um... Uh, like a bottle of vodka. And... I don't know. I, I feel like more or less she... She kind of coerced me into drinking. Just to loosen me up. But, um... I don't know, it was just kind of a really hazy night, but um, yeah, it was the very first night. Um, I barely, barely remember it. Uh, it's probably like a lot of people's first time. Never as good as everybody expects it to be. Uh, I do think I still have a scar on the, my leg. Now I think about it, I believe I fell off the bed at some point and hit the oh, wow. on the heater. But um, I'm not sure where that is, but it just dawned on me. But uh, yeah, that was... Yeah, I was 17. I guess I was kind of like a late bloomer. that she was 16.
1: When did you first realize that you were packing something special? That it was uh, larger than the average? Uh, to be honest, it
2: was probably like four years ago. Like, oh, wow. I finally took the hint from uh, after a few ladies. But, um,
1: you thought they were initially yeah. just gassing your head up?
2: Well, you know, I never had a I never had a problem like with sex until like this this uh, my former uh, my, my previous ex. But um, yeah, we had a lot of trouble on the it, and that's kind of more or less when I was like, oh, you know, let me like measure this thing because like, to be honest, I, I think a lot of guys think. Like they're smaller, not smaller, but at least maybe I just did. I just thought, if anything, I was average, but I didn't think I was anything special.
1: But yeah, if anything, it was 2013. Tell me something quirky about yourself that most people don't know.
2: Uh, I like fish. <laughs> i like the like... I've got three aquariums in my bedroom. Um, I've got um, betta fishes, I've got coolie loaches, I've got different types of catfishes, uh, different types of plecos. Um, it keeps me uh, entertained, and it's a little bit easier to maintain than a cat or a dog <laughs> at the moment. Uh, I'd say that's probably quirky or geeky. What else? Uh, oh, uh, (laughs) I'm pretty big into, um, like American Ninja Warrior. That's pretty quirky, I would say. And, uh, I actually plan on doing some regional competitions, uh, this upcoming summer.
1: Oh, that's awesome. You're gonna kick some ass?
2: Yeah, yeah, that's, that's like, right in my wheelhouse, that kind of stuff. Just Pretty natural when it comes to me. Um, so, I mean, that's how I tore my Achilles um, the previous year was oh, wow. training parkour uh, at a gym. I actually tore it twice. I fell uh, after surgery, uh, about five weeks after my surgery, and kind of split it open again. So, it took a long time to heal, but, um, yeah, I am just, just kind of hit my 12-month mark recently. I like only go like 110%, so... Yeah, fish and American Ninja Warrior. It's just kind of like obstacle course racing, that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But to the extreme. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Describe yourself in ten words or less. <laughs> uh.
2: Patient, punctual, uh, loving, uh, uh, hard worker. we got four there. <laughs> yeah, I think we can just cover it all with just four. I don't know if I need the other six.
1: Oh, right now. You picked powerful words to describe yourself. Yeah. <laughs> let's allow the fans to get to know some of your favorites. So I have uh, this list of five culture oriented uh, questions. And uh, the first question in this set is, what are five of your most favorite television shows? All
2: right. Um, let's
1: see. Uh, Well, uh, as I kind of was saying before, I will say
2: that uh, like the American Ninja Warrior, uh, that's probably one of them. Uh, We'll just put that one at five. Don't want to seem too quirky. Uh, I like Game of Thrones, like everyone else. Uh, Game of Thrones is uh, right up my alley. Uh, Black Mirror, Black Mirror is always good. We got two more. I do watch a lot of TV shows. The other one. Oh, man. You got to think about these things beforehand. I would say... I guess that's the only one off the top of my head moment. I apologize. Not a problem. I think a lot of TV shows are just kind of on hiatus. I mean... I'll Cards. I mean, I, I, I'm kind of into most of the same stuff that everybody else is in. Like, just stuff off the HBO and Showtime.
1: Who are four of your all-time favorite music artists?
2: Four. Let's say I, I like Gorillaz, uh, just because there's so much variety um, with what they produce. Um, Kanye. Gotta love Kanye. Um, Gorillas, Kanye. Uh, I've always been a huge uh, Soundgarden fan. Uh, Soundgarden, just to give it a little bit more variety. And, gosh, Flume. A little bit electronic. I like Flume. I think those probably those four.
1: What are three of your most favorite films? Three...
2: Let's see. Um... I don't know if it's necessarily, like, film-film, like, as in just one. Um, as recently, we'll just go with that. Like, um, Alien. Um, the new Alien movie. I believe it's... It? Covenant. Covenant. Yeah, mm-hmm. Alien Covenant, yeah. I was going to say Isolation for some reason. But, um, Covenant. Uh, like that. Um... Oh, hell, um, The lobster. It's kind of an interesting one. It's a couple of years old.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I would say Get Out's pretty good. I like Get Out. Mm-hmm. And we'll go with It. We'll go with the classic old school It.
1: What are two foods you can't live without?
2: Oh, that, there, I, I can answer this easily. Uh, it seems like Potato chips, potato slash corn chips. Uh, that seems to be uh, a stickler in my life. That probably uh, keeps me away from having a really good diet. But uh, yeah, I eat, I eat a lot of Doritos and like Lay's potato chips. Um, there's that. And what's the other one? Oh, kombucha tea. I love me some kombucha tea. So yeah, chips and kombucha tea so healthy and extremely unhealthy
1: there you go what is one of your guilty pleasures
2: Yeah, i think we just said it it might be those damn doritos i'm (laughs) sad about them right now (laughs) i have actually been pretty good uh i've been cleaning myself up so i actually haven't had um, many potato chips in at least a week or two which is like this will be a year for me but guilty pleasures i feel like something i can eat or something like it's up two. to you i don't know i feel. i feel like i i don't feel like i have any guilty pleasures it's like it's just like things that i like to do <laughs> i don't know like, Yeah, I, I wouldn't say I don't really have any guilty pleasures, other than just probably the chips I described.
1: Okay. What's next for Kale? Uh, what are your plans in the industry? Do you have any shoots coming up? Uh, what's going on in the world of Kale.
2: Oh, good question. Um, yeah, actually, uh, nothing coming up uh, as of right now. I feel like summer it will pick up. I'm going to get tested here shortly, but, um, I want to get another photo shoot in. Uh, just kind of update my photos. Obviously it might be a little outdated from last year. I don't think that it'll help with uh, bookings, but, um, along with that, um, just kind of get out there more, um, just taking more pictures getting more content. Um, more stuff up on my OnlyFans and just kind of getting my name out there just so producers and directors kind of see me
1: What are your plans sort of in general for the industry like what would you like to accomplish would you like to have your own website one day would you like to direct would you like to just be you know one of those consistent performers out there that's always getting work like where do you see yourself uh, going in this industry
2: um, yeah, as of, as of like right now, I'm um, performer. Uh, I mean, I've got a lot of years ahead of me. Um, if anything, I obviously want to get my own, start my own website and maybe you know, put up my own content, you know, somewhere down the line. But you've got to build up my fan base uh, quite a bit before uh, all that. But um, I just work as much as possible, travel, just kind of just take it all in, just meet new people. Just looking for the like you know the overall experience. Um, at the same time, like I was saying, it's awesome money too, and for the time. So those are my plans. I mean, I, I don't plan on going anywhere.
1: <laughs> yeah, dream big, man. Yeah, no, I mean absolutely. You know, yeah, the sky's the limit for you. Uh, who knows? You know, maybe in the future there'll be uh, kale dildos all over the place. <laughs> Not made of kale, <laughs> but dildos God, of yeah. kale. absolutely (laughs) yeah man how can your fans reach you where can they find you on the web social media all of the goodies Um, well on
2: twitter I'm at triple x kale T-R-I-P-L-E X-K-A-L-E I would have had the actual XXX but obviously there's a, a porn kale account or like the actual like the veggie funny enough but um there's that and my OnlyFans um you can find a link in there as well um yeah that's the only place I'm at is uh, just Twitter like I was saying I'm still working on building up more of my uh, uh yeah just web presence
1: you know it takes a lot of time to do that but it's worth it in the long run yeah social media You know, you really have to put work into it, but uh, you'll end up reaping the benefits in the future.
2: Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's all about the, the time you put into it.
1: Exactly. Well, Kale, this does bring us to the end of our interview. Is there anything that you would like to say to uh, your fans, the supporters, as well as maybe those that are being introduced to Kale for the very first time?
2: Um, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, just uh, thanks for you know listening. Uh, me, as I kind of bumbled through these questions. <laughs> I, I don't know, for some reason, I... I I would have thought, uh, not would have, but, um, sometimes I interviews just kind of, they're a little bit different over the phone than they are just in person. But, um, yeah, I just, uh, look out for me. I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be hopefully shooting, uh, quite a bit this summer. I'm uh, just kind to get myself out there and, uh, yeah, I hope you like the, at least what, what I have out there so far with the, the four teams and, um, yeah, I just appreciate um, my followers. I'm really happy for the 500 plus. It did take a little little while, but um, yeah, everybody's cool. Everybody's nice. I uh, haven't really had any better experiences, so um, everything's looking up, and I uh, appreciate everything from you, too.
1: Awesome, man. Well, I certainly want to thank you so much for the interview, Cale.
2: Uh, oh, thank you.
1: You're welcome. And listeners, also want to thank you for tuning into One-on-One with Poppy Chulo. Once again, here's our announcer to remind you on how you can interact with us.
3: Thank you for downloading One-on-One with Poppy Chulo. Here are a few helpful reminders. For more information on -on One-on-One with Poppy Chulo, visit poppychuloradio.com slash afterdark. Binge listen to your favorite poppy chula radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com archives. Follow poppy chulo on Twitter at twitter.com slash poppichulo one on one. That's at Poppy Chulo. The number one. The word on. And the number one. Help support poppy chula radio financially by visiting gofundme.com slash radio. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Back to you, Poppy Chulo.
1: Thanks, announcer. And with that, Kale and I would like to wish you and yours a wonderful night. Good night, listeners. Good night, listeners.
0: Thanks for listening to One-on-One with Poppy Chulo. To contact us with any of your questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns, email us at contact at poppychuloradio.com or leave us a voicemail at 305-515-8620. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter by going to twitter.com slash poppychuloradio and like us on Facebook by visiting facebook.com slash poppychuloradio. Be sure to listen again next week as we continue to showcase exclusive interviews with some of the adult industry's most popular male performers. This is Ben Patrick Johnson saying good night and have a wonderful week.